Hey there, welcome to I Can, I Am, I Will, the podcast designed to motivate and encourage you so you can build your confidence and get empowered. Yesterday, we talked about unrealistic expectations, what they are, how they can hurt you, and how you can respond in a confident and empowered way. Today, I'm going to give an example of how someone had an unrealistic expectation of me and how I responded in a confident and empowered way, even though, because I did not reach their unrealistic expectation, they were belittling me and labeling me as a bad person. Eek. It was very heavy. <laughs> and I'm giving this example because this is something that can happen to you in your life. And I want you to be able to maintain your confidence, even if someone has unrealistic expectations of you. Because that is what we are here to do. If you are new, my name is Lindsay. With this podcast, we talk about concepts and topics that will help you build your confidence get empowered, do the things that you want to do, find that self-worth, take risks, healthy risks, and have a life that you will love. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. You can reach out to me, support the podcast, find articles that I write. I'm I like getting really good at this writing game. And also you can find transcripts of episodes at canandwill.com. Thank you for your, for your support. I would love to hear from you. Yesterday, we talked about unrealistic expectations. An expectation is when you think something will happen. Unrealistic means that it is something that, hold on, let me see, realistic again. I'm going to Google. I'm just consulting the Googles. Uh, realistic means uh, impractical, unrealistic. So you expect something impractical to happen. And we talked about how it can negatively impact you. You can feel like you're a disappointment or you can feel disappointment. You can be, get burnt out. You can have an entitlement or be subjected to someone else's entitlement, like narcissism. Uh, you can get angry. Someone else can get angry. You can feel stuck, feel like you can't do things. It's really not so great. So if you want to learn more, go back to yesterday, listen to that episode. And today I wanted to give you a story about how unrealistic expectations came up in my life. I'm giving this story because when we talk about these concepts, it seems very straightforward, and I'm sure you've heard about it before, but then when you're what I call on the field, when you're in the world doing these things, these concepts can come up and you might not even realize them for what they are. A lot of building your confidence is identifying what things are and giving them a name because when you give it a name, then you know what it is, and when you know the problem... It's easier to solve it. Okay, so picture it. <laughs> a couple days ago, I'm on a, a dating app. I'm not proud to say that, but you know, it's a necessary evil in this current environment. And I match with someone. I'm on an app that I swipe on someone. If they connect with me, I have to make the first move. I swipe on someone. They connected with me automatically. So they already swiped on me. And then I wrote a message. They said like must love dogs in the profile. I said I don't love, I must like dog. I said I don't like them. I love them. And this person wrote back to me. I wish I saved the messages. I didn't because spoiler alert, I blocked them. Um, <laughs> 
they wrote back to me and they said, I wish that I saved the messages so I could have shown you how you ghosted me last time. I don't remember exactly how they said it, but there was obvious hostility in what they wrote. And I understand that texts are subjective, but I typically read texts with like, oh, like if someone writes back, sure, I think they say sure. <laughs> um, so this one, I could definitely tell there was hostility. And I wrote back to them and I said, I don't ghost people. If I've never met someone in real life, or if we haven't been messaging for a while, sometimes conversations die down. I don't consider that ghosting because we haven't had that strong of a connection yet. Because I'm assuming that's what happened. I don't remember this person. I do remember people that I go on dates with. I'm not really going on a lot of dates. And I remember the people I talk to as well because I'm selective. I'm not just like swiping right. (laughs) And he wrote back something nasty. And then he said, don't worry about it. It just shows the content of your character or something like that. And he was being really nasty to me and he was insinuating, he was suggesting, which I have rejected his suggestion, he suggested that my entire character was bad because I didn't respond to him, a guy, on a dating app that I've never met and only exchanged a few messages with. So I I told him, I said, no offense, but you're showing me that I made the right choice because for you to have hostility for me for this long, I mean, it must be years. I was on there years ago and I just rejoined. I'm like, for you to have hostility for me this long and then to purposely match me just to be mean to me (laughs) shows that I made the right choice. It's really not healthy for you to hold on to this animosity. We didn't have any kind of connection I wish you tranquility and peace. And then I I unmatched him and blocked him. (laughs) So let's unpack this. This person has been holding on to this for years and matched me specifically just to like tell me off. I never even met this person. Clearly, our definition of ghosting is different. My definition of ghosting, like if I meet someone, if I go on a date, that's one thing. But if I'm messaging someone like, and a conversation dies down, it dies down. And also for perspective, <laughs> I went out with someone for two months. Two months. We were hanging out like every single Sunday. And we were hanging out like twice a week and we were texting like every day. I got a new job. He like took me out and we got all like dressed up fancy and then we went like dancing afterwards. He ghosted me after two months. If I saw that person, that guy on the app, I would not match with him to say anything to him. I have nothing to say to him. (laughs) If I saw him out in public, I would not go up to him and say anything. If he came up to me and was like, oh, hi, I'd be like, oh, hey. And then I would find a way to leave. I would never be like, you ghost me. That's a lack of content of your character. Like, I have nothing to say because I have no animosity towards him because I moved forward. I worked through it. I was very upset when he did that. I was very upset for, I think it was like two to three weeks. And I did have a couple drinks. And I did text him one night and said, you goes to me. I was nothing but nice to you. I did not deserve that. You're an asshole. And then I I deleted his number. (laughs) But I just felt like I needed to. I didn't say that message for him. I said it for me. I felt like I needed to get that out. 
After two months, this person, this guy on the dating app, we'll call him Ray <laughs> from Schitt's Creek. The guy Ray is on the dating app like three times. I just saw that episode. So this guy Ray, he had this unrealistic expectation that every single person, it seems that he has an unrealistic expectation that every single person that he talks to on a dating app must say goodbye to him and end the conversation formally, even if they've only exchanged a few messages. Because he has this unrealistic expectation, anyone who does online dating will know that this guy is disappointed a lot, a lot. Because that is just what happens with online dating. It happens. I mean, you match with someone, you don't have any commitment to them. <laughs> like you just exchange a few messages, it dies down, it dies down. Or sometimes you get busy and then you're like, ooh, it's been a couple of days. I felt we were kind of messaging now. It happens. So this guy is being disappointed a lot. He's thinking that should, people should be doing things that, that no, they should not ha- be doing. And he's having anger and animosity that he's holding on for years, for years at a time. He's holding on to this. It has to be like building inside of him. And then he's going to go, oh, this is the worst part. He's going to go, quote, unquote, tell someone off, me, and then I'm going to do a podcast about it. (laughs) It's just not good. It's not good. This guy is not not doing well in this particular area because of these unrealistic expectations. And I want to clarify, I'm not laughing at this person by any means at all whatsoever. I do. I wish him tranquility and peace. And I wish that he can figure out this animosity that he has and move forward from it. So he doesn't continue to be disappointed or angry. It's just for me, I'm choosing to be lighthearted about it because at first it did very much upset me that someone was holding on animosity towards me for three years. I had no idea that he was going to get it so upset. If I knew that, I literally would have just shot him a message like three years ago. Hey, I'm no longer interested. Like I had no idea. So that did make me uncomfortable. And then someone to be so negative and hostile towards me made me extremely uncomfortable. However, I just, I worked through it. And then now I'm choosing to use it as a learning experience. And then I did debate. I'm like, should I tell every single guy <laughs> after like a couple messages? Like, hey, I'm no longer interested. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to change because <laughs> I don't think it's necessary because guys don't do that to me and I don't get upset. Sometimes I don't even notice. <laughs> like, Sometimes I go through the messages. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy stopped talking to me like three months ago. That sucks. I kind of liked him. Like, I don't even notice because I don't put that much weight on this person because it would be unrealistic for me to put weight on someone that I met on a dating app and exchanged two messages with. So I hope that gives you a good understanding of how unrealistic expectations can work in an environment, in a real life story, and how had I not acknowledged that his anger and aggression and his hostility was not personal. So I acknowledge it wasn't personal. I acknowledge that he has unrealistic expectations. I acknowledge that he has unhealthy mechanisms, and I acknowledge that it was a a good choice on my end to no longer continue my conversation with this person had I not had the confidence to do that and had I not known what was going on then it could have really hurt me and it could have been thinking that I was a bad person and that might be happening to you in your life and I don't want you to be stuck because someone else has unrealistic expectations of you
All right. We definitely went over today. I just, I hope that helped you out. And I like using real life stories as examples and teaching mechanisms. With that, we're going to end with our eye firming statements. You can say them with me. You do not have to. You can do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Are you ready? I can. I am. I will. Have a great day.